Welcome to the Brazilian Zook No Cap Podcast with your host, Archie, Ifosa, Jesse, Amber, and Jamie L, where we discuss all things Brazilian Zook honestly and from our perspective collectively and personally. So go ahead and grab you something to drink, grab you something to eat, turn this up, and let's hop into this next episode. Uh, hello. podcast all right here we go we are here the brazilian zoo no cap podcast welcome you guys in for checking us out um, we're excited for you all to be here we're gonna go ahead and introduce ourselves go around starting with uh go ahead ifosa hi everyone my name is ifosa i live in new york i started dancing brazilian soup back in 2016 or rather i would say i started visiting brazilian zoo in 2016 then i got serious in 2018 then started traveling for to experience the dance more. Then became started to learn how to DJ towards 2020, and then from there it's just been a whole roller coaster. And then right next to him, I, I keep saying wanting to say to the right, to the left, but I don't know if it's the same for y'all. But then next to him is Jesse. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Jesse from Dallas. Um, I started well. I'll say I started dabbling in Brazilian Zouk about 2016, and she has always been my main mistress. Uh, I teach urban kids, and I love urban kids to death, but Brazilian Zouk is definitely a hard second. Love her to death. And then her. next to her, uh, my name is Jamil. Uh, I've been dancing Brazilian Zouk like since uh, like late born. 2014, 2015. Um, uh, started teaching it maybe like two years later uh, for District Zook. Um, and yeah, man, like the rest is history. Yeah. Somebody like dragged me to a Zook class like way back in the day. And then I've been there ever since <laughs> for eight years. So, yeah. And, and then we're missing one. Uh, Y'all hear her um, whenever we get to the next ones. Um, but for me, uh, it's Archie. Uh, I have been in the Brazilian Zook scene since about 2015, I want to say. Um, it's very interesting how I got into it, which I'll talk about later. But um, between me and Sizzle making the music and then me starting to DJ um, as well as DJing in Kizomba and in Urban Kids, Brazilian Zook kind of just snagged a hold of me. And so it's been here rocking with it ever since, man. It's been great. Um, I think that in this first podcast, we wanted to kind of talk about like our introductions and who we are, going to like history on ourselves before you hear us um, kind of going off in the future topics. But I think one thing that would be cool in this one as well would be to kind of talk about our introduction and how we found it, um, like how we discovered it or like that first initial thing that made you realized that Brazilian Zouk was was him or her or whatever like you know how people say like oh man he him like how what made you realize like Brazilian <laughs> yeah, Zouk you gonna, you, you gonna have yeah. to you gonna have to explain that one for some of our viewers that don't <laughs> explain it to the people <laughs> they're not gonna understand that at all yeah oh, we want to God. attach urban dictionary to the Bro. the caption or something basically meaning like what made you for y'all listening that didn't understand that 
referenced what made you realize that brazilian zoop was the dance that was like super super dope so anybody can jump in uh i'll, I'll let you go for a first i'm still trying to figure that one out actually nah, but um for me because you started dancing risco swing right yeah that I started... was your first dance Right. Yeah, I started dancing West Coast Swing. The reason I started that was literally I was in college um, as an engineering student. So I wanted to do something that was different and would take me outside like my dorm room from these books. So I started West Coast Swing. But like with West Coast Swing, I really, even though I enjoyed the dance, I didn't really connect with the music like that. I didn't really, unless they played some R&B, but then. One day I heard the name Brazilian Zook in a conversation. I decided to Google it. I watched the video and it was the the Jilson and Natasha one at Berg. And when I saw that video, I was really scared for Natasha's head because it was just flopping <laughs> everywhere. Or at least to me, when I first saw it, it was flopping everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why is somebody's head doing all this movement? I'm like, is she going to be okay? I thought so you looked at that and you said, "Let me flop somebody's head around." Let me flop get it on <laughs> Nah, actually, yo, I said, "Hell no, I'm gonna <laughs> stay the hell away from it." But the more you try to avoid something, the more it keeps popping up in your life, and people keep talking about it. Like Zook started to trend more in conversations. I'm like, all right, yo, f it. I'm gonna go into it. I'm gonna try it out. And then I think the first clap I went to Solas. I saw James DJ, so you know that's another black man there. I'm like, all right, we're doing something right. The music is good, but also like the teacher, I think it was it was either Igor and Christine and Christina. And this was back when Christina, Jeremy, Jerry, Alini, all of them were just all in New York, living their city yeah. before they all like, I mean, some of them blew up, but like. This was New York used to be, I mean, people in people in New York would be mad at me for saying this, but New York was used to be what DC is right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw I saw yeah. it. I understand yeah. it, but I saw it. But then that got me just seeing that and then the people and so on. Like I, I wasn't really good at the dance, but like the people were friendly, at least, especially because like I forcibly have to insert myself and say, yo, I'm here. Y'all not gonna push me to the side. It wasn't easy, but like that's it. When people responded that nicely, I'm like, all right, cool. That's what's up. We got good people here. The music is great. James is always there watching yeah. everybody. And I'm like, I see what he does. And it's super cool seeing a guy, a black man, like in power, doing something. I'm like, man. all right, I'm going to be there. Yeah, that's dope. That's what's up. That's what's up. I I can go, I guess. My man, how I, how I got brought into Brazilian Zook was originally me and Sizzle were making Ghetto Zook um, music specifically for Kizomba. Um, and I remember Worth It All had came out, Paradise had came out, No More had came out. Classic. Yeah, those were the three ones. And those. I, I, a person messaged me and they were like, yo, we did a demo to your song and so i'm like ah oh, bet like cool let me let me watch it because people were sending us the demos and they were sending they were doing to the music or whatever so i'm watching it and 
it was it was Juana and it was Kayo. Um, and they did they did it to Worth It All and they did it to Paradise. And I'm watching it and I was like, bro, what is this? This is not this is not this <laughs> what is it doing? <laughs> yeah. oh, I've seen this dance before. Um, and so I'm watching it and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of dope. Um, so I watched them both, still didn't like try to dance or anything like that, but it was whenever Joe, who runs what's now Zook and Max, back then it was called ZNL. Um, and mm-hmm. he booked me and Sizzle to do a concert there. And uh, it wasn't in Playa, it was in Rosarito. Uh, and so we're there or whatever, we did the concert and bro, I don't care what nobody says. My introduction to Brazilian Zook is the best introduction to Brazilian Zook that yeah, anyone could ever next. have. That sounds fire. <laughs> but 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 I'm just I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I it wasn't just like Zookimex because I have I went to Zookimex a couple of times and Zookimex is cool, but ZNL, I don't know if it was because it was the yeah. beginning or if it was the beginning of the event. It had this like raw, like authentic everybody was i mean we were all were like a lot younger as well so maybe that played a part we didn't have like the responsibilities <laughs> of like marriage and parenthood and all this stuff like Me, that things <laughs> were a bit more spry back then i wasn't tripping about staying up until 1 a.m um because bro seriously like and then i'll go back to the main story one of the nights we the the party moved and it moved around back then too um a little bit but one of the nights the party was on top of this like rooftop building with this huge stage and the DJs up there. And we literally danced up there from like one until like 8 a.m. Watch the sun came Jeez. up and everybody stayed up there dancing Jeez. and everything. Damn, and what so, y'all doing? Um, <laughs> it was crazy. So it but was my, getting but my, down. my initial experience though was we perform and I walk into this three-story beach cabin with the pillars were like giant um bamboo sticks and the roof was made of this like bamboo shingle type stuff and i believe either alan or mafia is playing and it's just like and like super like trancy and all this stuff and everybody in there is just spinning and sweats flying everywhere and i was just like oh. oh my like i remember being with gerard and gerard was like everybody in here on x bro i was like bro this is freaking dope dog and that was legit my first experience I didn't even dance Zook that weekend. I remember people was asking me because we performed and people knew we were Archie and Sizzle. So they was like, yo, can we dance Zook? And I was like, we can dance Kizomba. Um, and so <laughs> we didn't even dance Zook because I had no idea what I was doing. I actually took my first class there um, and oh, nice. it was it was crazy. And it was super humbling because I hadn't mm-hmm. learned a new dance in a couple of years. And Brazilian Zook, to me, people like people debate between like tango and like a couple of other dances. But especially, I would say between the top four, uh, and by top four, I mean like main four. I don't want to say top four, main four, Salsa, Bachata, Kizomba, and Brazilian Zouk. Um, Brazilian Zouk's the hardest dance to learn, bro. 
it's the hardest dance for sure. It'll and humble so, you in a minute. Oh, it humbled the yeah, crap sure. out of me because I hadn't learned a new dance from scratch in a couple of years. And I felt like I was a, a good Kizomba dancer. You know, I was dancing a bunch and and whatnot. And so coming in from the bottom and dancing Brazilian Zouk was crazy. Um, but yeah, that experience was, yeah, that experience was amazing. That was super dope. That's pretty lit though. That's so... <laughs> Yeah, like discovering a dance on a beach with like a crowd of I'm assuming there was a lot of Brazilians there the music is fire like on tour would you say no after that but you're actually performing your own joints there and And I think that I think that that also made it because a lot of times when you go it, it can be really easy when you go to events to feel secluded yeah and like I don't downplay that for people um, yeah. But I think that because we were there performing, it made it to where people were like, even if we were trash, everybody was still rocking with us, which was cool, that's, which made the show yeah. super dope too. That's lit, yeah. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, Talk about my little cute experience in Brazilian Zoo. <laughs> so um, I feel like at the time I was a little baby dancer in Detroit. I was hella obsessed with dance, like in all of its forms. I was super into salsa. I was super into bachata. Was had done a couple performance teams and um you know those dances mean something a little bit different to me because I grew up doing them so I'm but I'm part Puerto Rican I'm part black and so salsa bachata was like super just like it felt like home to me and I've been doing it all my life and I came across Mark Brewer you might know him uh he was teaching Kizomba. And I was like, yo, I rocks with this. Like, this is new. This is different. This is fun. I love it. And so different than salsa machata. And I feel like that is what captures me a lot in dances. Like, is it different? Is it challenging? Because that's like my main love language is challenge. And I was like, let's absolutely get into this. And there was a large group of people in Detroit that were willing to learn it. So it was really like a supportive community, a lot of places to practice. Um, we didn't have like specific Kizomba lounges, but we would dance to like reggaeton in the clubs, super easy. And he also was kind of starting to teach private lessons of Brazilian Zouk, but I was just like dead set on Irving Kiz. And I, first, I feel like what first caught my attention was Mark's demo to Retrograde with Kayan. Mm. That video. Classic. That's a classic one right there. I remember oh that one. My- God, it it looks like poetry to me. Like it just looks so beautiful, and I, like, it. I felt emotional looking at it, but mm-hmm. it was also so different. I feel like than what I'd seen from other Brazilian Zoo demos. Like there was so much passion, and there was so much like raw energy into it. And I was like, okay, I see you. I see you, Mark Brewer. I see what you're doing out there. You got my attention. So we went. A group of friends and I, after seeing this demo, we went to. Um, this festival in Las Vegas, I don't even remember what the name of it was, and I saw Bruno Gallardo, I think that's how you pronounce his name, um, and I took a private lesson from him, because I'm like, if we're going to be here doing the Zoop thing, I'm going to need some Zoop lessons, so I took a private lesson with him, <laughs> sweetest, most amazing guy, slash I had a crush <laughs> on him, like, he was just so cute, and I was like, absolutely, I am in, so from that congress, like, maybe a couple of days later, I booked a ticket to Brazil, and I ended up going with a couple of friends and it was like right before the Olympics. So Rio was 
Oh, on this. yeah, that's wow. Damn. Yeah. It was Shit. super, like, super easy to get there because you didn't need a visa or anything. You could just hop on a plane and just yeah. walk right into Brazil. Right. So I spent a week in Brazil, had no clue what I was doing, but everyone there was so cool. I got private lessons with Renata and, like, how many other dancers can you say that you've met, like, one of the founders creator, of yeah. the dance? Like, completely rocked my world. I'm like, this is insane. Um, and so from there, I feel like I just became a little mini addict. Like Zook became so interesting and so challenging to me, like the mechanics of it, the soft, like more, you know, soft touch parts of it, of like the contemporary mix at the time was like such a big deal. Like looking like you were flowing, like Evelyn, I feel like's influence was like really heavy at the time. And learning all these different little influences that were coming into Brazilian zoo that kept changing and influencing the way it looks. Like I love dances that constantly evolve. Like it's just, it's just something addicting about it. And I think to this day, like the challenge of it, of connecting to somebody different, the challenge of learning what influences have inspired their dance and like where they've come mm. from and like mm. what their voice is in the dance. Like it absolutely pulls me in. So that's kind of where I started um I think at various points in time like I have definitely had a little bit of a rocky road with like accessibility like in the midwest Mark was like the only one teaching Brazilian yeah. for uh, a really yeah. long time and Mark is like hella famous so not only was he trying to like establish a community but he was also traveling worldwide like seven months out of the year so accessibility was a challenge yeah. um Unlike Archie, I felt so unseen. Like I remember walking into parties and very physically feeling the fact that I was the only black person there and yeah. knowing that it was, that I was not uh, maybe seen the same way as other people on the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Like it was a little bit more mm -hmm. challenging to get dances as a beginner, as a black woman. So there were moments where I feel like my zoo journey took some like ups and downs of how active I was. Yeah, um, but now I'm here in Dallas, man, and we got. I managed to convert at least a couple of people, so now we've got some really good uh, Zook scene here. Yeah, that's a dope story. Ooh. Yeah, super. Yeah. Um, um, my story kind of uh, with social dance in general, um, started after like a breakup that I had in like 2014. And then maybe like two two months later is when I really started getting into like social dance. And I started with salsa actually. I just like Googled Baltimore and salsa. And then I found um, uh, this group salsa now started taking salsa lessons from, but anyway, so like salsa turns into bachata lessons, traditional bachata lessons. Um, and then that turned into learning kisomba. Um, which then, uh, so I was learning, uh, so I was dancing all those things, dancing salsa, bachata, kisomba, and whatnot. And a friend of mine that I had back then, she like was obsessed with Brazilian Zouk at the time. Um, and she like kept showing me this video of Freddie and Andressa. And I was like looking at it and I was like, yeah, maybe that's not for me because of the same thing like you folks just saw, the like movements. the hair flowing, the head whips, yeah, all that shit like that. And it looked really like 
contemporary and I never saw myself as like it looked hippie. It, it looked hippie. Not, not so much hippie for me. For me, for me, it was, it was just the, the like ballet contemporary aspect of it. Because like, uh, um, I've always been like sports guy. Always been weightlifting, fighter, all that stuff like that. So like, you know, dancing salsa and bachata wasn't super far outside of my realm because my dad used to listen to like salsa music all the time when I was younger. Mm. And so, um, plus I was like randomly born in spain so um you know i kind of oh. grew up learning <laughs> spanish and, yeah Fun i know fact. yeah put I know. that on the ticker i was randomly yeah, born in spain he was like now's the time yeah. <laughs> no both my parents are, are air force so they were stationed. Oh, gotcha. Are you a citizen? I'm not sure about that. I have to double check. I mean, you there was like a, a point in. Plymouth? Well, yeah, but there's something like, you know, if you're 18, this is a long, long time ago. Like, if you're at the age of 18, then you'd have to serve military time there. Oh, yeah. But no, I think I'm they not, got, I, I think they got rid that. of that in like 2005. Hey, is this something I, I just need to check on it? I, I'm I'm not sure. I know I know I did at one point in time. I'm just not sure anymore. Oh my god! Um, I'm sorry. There's a dual. There's a whole passport hanging in the air up there, and you ain't seized it yet. <laughs> I'm saying, that's what was my first question when I asked people to say that. I'm like, you do a citizen, right? <laughs> Oh, what am I gonna do with it? I I can I mean, potentially can go go yeah. fight for their country or something like that, or I mean, you know, I don't know. A passport, a passport, bro. Yeah, a passport, a passport. Yeah, for I sure. feel you. And no, honestly, if I if have, I, I was gonna say some of these countries have way more perks than like we know at face value. Like when you start digging into like the depths of different countries' oh, no. stuff. I was just mentioning that because like dancing salsa bachata is easy for me or whatever. It doesn't feel too too crazy, but dancing Brazilian zouk was like wild because of all the different dynamics that, that go along with it. But uh, my friend at the time, uh, uh, Jennifer, she ended up dragging me to a class at dance sport. And um, I think, I think, um, oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting my guy's name now. Um, mm. He'll be so disappointed. Camacho. Camacho was teaching that day, I believe. Camacho was teaching that night. Um, and then Ashley convinced me to stay for two classes. And basically, kind of like the rest is history. Like, yeah, like I kind of kept coming back because uh for a few reasons. Because one, because I was already dancing Kisomba, so there's tons of crossover in the music, right? And so like for me, it was easy to catch the beat, you know. Because uh, I was already listening to the music that we were dancing dancing to, mm -hmm. and then, and then you could also dance it to almost any kind of music that you can think of, right? And so I really enjoyed those that aspect of it. And then you have to really know what you're doing in order to, like, take care of your follow. Uh, and that was a super important thing for me is to like make sure that I wasn't, you know, swinging my partner's head around and everything like that, and you know, being an uncomfortable dancer. So I really wanted to know what I was doing. And so that's kind of why I kind of slowed down uh, learning all the other dances and really decided to focus on Brazilian soup because it just, it kind of, you know, like Archie said, like it's, it's one of the harder dances to learn. And, you know, 
he kind of requires that kind of focus, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if I do take another class, a dance class, it'll probably be like Kisomba or Semba just because I really have been like jonesing to get back into that dance, you know? Do it. Um, let's, let's but go. yeah, that's a little bit we about go, we my together. Uh, hey. Posts are you in there, bro? And oh, people get mad. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. People in Brazilian Zoo get mad. I'm like, bro, let this man live his life. Bro. Yeah, nah, we our intentions last year. Last year, we set our sights on Efosa and Aaron, and look at them now. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. Y'all set your sights? I, I don't know if. I like oh yeah, no, it was it was proclaimed. I feel like it was definitely put out there that we was gonna convert y'all. I was very, I was low key. What's that face of <laughs> like, I, I thought I went there of my own free will. Like, I was like, hey, I'm about to learn nope. something. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, I was, I was low key. I, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, so I could say this, but I understand it's, it's intimidating learning something new. But like, but like, I was low key, like, bro, why is it taking y'all so long? Like, what's taking y'all so long? Like, especially Aaron. Aaron, I go to a Brazilian Zook event. And I mean, to a Kizumba event, and then like he'll find somebody to dance Brazilian Zook with. He will dance Brazilian Zook <laughs> half the night at a Kizumba event. And I'm like, my dude, dance some Kizumba while you're here. Dance some Kizumba while you're here. He's like, all right, man, I'm gonna dance some Kizumba. Yeah. I look over, he's swinging across the room. Boom, open <laughs> position all the way. <laughs> you know what yeah. I think it is? I think sometimes it's what you talked about, like having the right introduction with the right people. Mm. I feel like just looking at kids you won't even realize how intricate and difficult that dance is oh, until you get into it, right? And so you look at it and yeah. you're coming from Zook and you're like, eh, it doesn't look that hard. And it's like, I don't really yeah. know anybody over there. And then us kids people infiltrated Zook in the last year and we came in force and we're like, no, no, come with us. We cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I you come over here. Come on. Come here. Like I have candy. Come over here. <laughs> oh, nah. Damn. I got it. Loki, I think that where Brazilian Zook is more difficult than a lot of other dances in certain areas, Kizomba and Urban Kiz, I would say specifically Urban Kiz because it's a lot more slower movements and like uh, syncopations or whatnot. His zone, uh, Urban Kids teaches you how to balance a lot more. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Like you can like, cause literally, if if you're dancing to the music, um, there'll be parts where you can literally take like an entire eight count to make a one step. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that teach like teaching you that balance is 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 super dope. Whenever it comes to that, and you can carry that over into dancing Brazilian Zoo. Yo, high key. Like all these dances, salsa, bachata, kizomba, urban kids, zouk, all of them require you to be grounded. But the only people that I know that are actually grounded are like the kizomba, semba, urban kids dancers. Like you get yep. these crossover people and they take their first little couple of months of dancing. They're like, yo, I found the ground. And I'm like, hallelujah. God bless. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's crazy? <laughs> After that weekend um, with Philip Lucas Mojo at Kimiko's, um, I went to Solas to try mm -hmm. to to try to dance because I had to DJ that night. I was just like try, I was leading people, and every time I kept like wondering, "Yo, why is my follower like just just pumping to the floor every single time?" I'm like, "There's no control in the step. 
or whatever. But I just like you felt it. You felt mm-hmm. it. Now. It was just like, it was just like. <laughs> but like over there in the weekend, at the weekend there, I'm like learning, and it's still new to me. But like everyone had extreme control of every part of the body. Every like every weight transfer was a percentage and you could like either dial it from like one percent to 0.01 or 0.001 and i was like oh shit now i found this and i like precision and control and playing around with that stuff so i'm like oh this is this is gonna be addictive yeah yeah high key i feel like that's a huge reason why like zookers love kids dancers in zook is because we grounded we are grounded and we are 100 percent control of our bodies like we not within nothing unless yeah. we feel it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's super nice yeah that's dope yeah that's crazy bro yeah because i mean it's wild whenever you whenever you think about the amount of control and stability that comes with dancing when you come from dancing kizomba urban kids into dancing brazilian zook and you just think that it's natural you're just like oh yeah this is it um not understanding that I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people that didn't do that or at least come from some sort of dance background where it causes them to have that sort of groundedness. Yeah. Um they don't they don't dance like that, you know. I just think that control is unmatched. I used to say all the time, like dance kizomba, it'll make your salsa and bachata better. Like dance kizomba, yep. it will make your salsa and bachata better. You know, simply because of the control that you get whenever you dance it. But it makes me wonder what are these other people out here doing in Zook that they're not grounded? Like, how are they maintaining control of their bodies? Like, how do you know where your partner is in space? Tension, tension at first. But you just whip, you really are just whipping people around, just like tension with the upper body is what they're doing, correct? Yep, it's, it's just... so the, yeah there's you know a certain amount of tension in your upper body that you need to have but I, I think that it doesn't help that that most of these not most of these people but a lot of these people don't come from dances where they are focusing on their grounding or focusing on articulating their steps or anything like that you know they like you know if you go take a salsa lesson where do most people take you know start start learning salsa they don't go to necessarily like a studio they go to like a party where they're teaching a movement before the class yeah. so they're not yeah. going to teach you specific you know details like you know how, how to step or how to walk or whatever you know what i'm saying or or the tension that you need to have in your frame in a, in a class before a party they're just going to teach you a move and then maybe those people go, go back to the same party and go back to the same you know kind of class and it's just you know it's just a, almost a, a cycle of just learning movements and not learning how to move your body, you know what I mean? Um, even unfortunately, in like a lot of Brazilian zoo uh, parties, you know, the class before a party is always just a move. Um, if you know what to look for, if you know what to listen for, like kind of how I started um, taking classes at Congresses and part and stuff like that. If you know how to dissect what the instructor is saying, then mm-hmm. you can pull the specific detail like, oh, this whole class is really just about like, you know, using your chest or using your body in order to lead a movement. And it's not necessarily about, the movement. but most yeah. people just get the movement and don't yeah. care about how to step or how to walk, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's tough. 
it's a tough thing. People like big flashing lights and they like wow, but they don't really care about everything that goes into turning their flashing light on, you know? Yeah. It's so crazy because in Brazilian Zouk, that's like the the dance that you want to know the basics in simply because exactly, you don't yeah. want to hurt yourself or hurt somebody else. Yeah. That's a whole nother exactly. topic right there. That's a whole nother topic. That's Zouk, a whole episode. Zouk, that is legit a whole episode. Like mm-hmm. injuries in Zouk and preventing them or whatever. Because like whenever oh, yeah. I don't know, a whole nother topic too is in and obviously I'm not a teacher, so I don't want to get into too much about what people teach, but like teaching basics versus teaching only movements. And I, understand, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like, hey, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to the Brazilian Zoo No Cap Podcast. From your hosts, Archie, Jamiel, Ifosa, Amber, and Jesse, muito obrigado. And until next time, stay up. I just wanna dance, I just wanna dance, I just wanna dance, I just want, I just wanna dance, shoot, shoot, shoot.